Joining me on the news line is Dennis Eckenrode, Republican candidate for magisterial district judge in District 52305. Dennis, good morning to you. Good morning, Laura. Let's talk a little bit about uh, who you are and why it is that you want to be magisterial district judge, if you want to give my listeners a little background history on you. All right, so my name is Dennis Eckenrode. I was born and raised in Lebanon County. My parents... uh still reside to this day in North Londonderry Township, as do I. I uh, went to Palmyra High School, where I graduated in 1994. Uh, right after high school, I joined the United States Army. It took me through Fort Hood, Texas, and Fort Bragg, North Carolina, as a uh, squad leader running a unit of paratroopers through airborne and air assault operations. I was fortunate enough to marry my high school sweetheart, Adrian Castle, right out of high school as well. Uh, once we got done with our life in the Army, we had started our small family, and we decided to come back to Palmyra, since no place is like home, to raise a family. I attended the police academy in year, well, in 2001, and then I got a job employed by the Derry Township Police Department in September of 2001, where I'm still employed today. And you're a sergeant with the Derry Township Police? Yes, ma'am. I was a patrol sergeant. I recently assumed the duties of the criminal investigation supervisor as a sergeant for that section. Does that mean that you're off of patrol? You're doing more of the uh, criminal investigations with detectives and such? Yes, ma'am. That's correct. Okay. Well, you certainly have a a law enforcement background, which will uh, aid you well. Why do you want to give up your life of law enforcement and go on to the bench? That's a great question. So pretty much my entire life has been built around a life of doing some type of service for the community, whether it be the military or law enforcement. Um, law enforcement, everybody can pretty well imagine, is getting to be more of a young man's game. Um, <laughs> there's a reason they try to offer retirements at you know 50 years of age versus most jobs, and I'm approaching that age myself. So I feel my, uh, my experience in the courtroom through both traffic, non-traffic, and criminal matters over the year, uh, applying for warrants, search warrants, arrest warrants could be better put to use by uh, hearing those matters in the courtroom than um, out on the street handling those incidents day to day. Well, you know, was there always sort of an intention to maybe move in this direction, or was it just fortuitous in that you're coming up to retirement time in your law enforcement career and magisterial district judge Garver decided to retire? It was always something kind of in the back of my mind. I grew up with uh, the former magisterial district judge, Lee Lemus, kids. Um, so I always had him in my life since I was a child uh, to, to be around, and he was one of our assistant scoutmasters to Boy Scouts as a child. Uh, when I went through the law enforcement and security program uh, in lieu of my senior year of high school at the Lebanon County Boat Tech Center, he offered to do a job shadow for a few days in his office. It was something I had slight interest in over the years. I didn't really appreciate that job uh, until the later years of my life. And then uh, when I saw the opening was coming up with the retirement of Judge Garber, I reached out to Judge Garber and uh, formal magisterial district Judge Lee Lima to speak with them more about the matter. And uh, got with my wife, and she agreed she's all in if I'm all in. So here we are. <laughs> well, she followed you through the military, so I guess she's all in. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, you know, you certainly do have the experience in front of, particularly, I would imagine, the magisterial district judge 
level of the judiciary. How do you see that role? Do you see it as a you know a, a gatekeeper to bigger elements of the judicial system? That feels a pretty important step. You can filter a lot of things out at the lower level, most like most things in life. If you can take care of things at the simpler level instead of elevating to a level where it gets more complicated, you know, take advantage of that and do that. And be willing to listen to everybody involved to see if they can make a reasonable plea to clear things out to make everybody happy and whole, whether it be a civil issue or a criminal issue, to make sure that you know the victim's on board and the suspects are on board so everybody's on the same page to make sure it's a fair resolution that everybody agrees upon to filter that stuff out from clogging up the county court system and help save the taxpayers some time and money in the long run. Do you feel like, you know, as a police officer, you would be able to rule uh, against the police when the evidence doesn't warrant the charges or, or they haven't quite made the bar for what would be needed to... Um, to prosecute somebody? Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, one of the great things of having the experience of over 20 years of, of law enforcement. I get to see it from every every perspective. Um, even for myself, growing up through the years, when you bring a charge before the judge, sometimes they look at it and you and be like, look, can we bring, in, bring an alternate resolution to this? Do we really need to move forward with the prosecution? So it gives you a good perspective. And then, you know, to realize that, you know, there's checks and balances for everybody. So it ends up being what it is in the end. And you're, you know, one thing that most people don't understand about that job, much like the current job I have as a police officer, that people aren't always going to be happy with their decisions. You know, I, I'm working in the town next to where I grew up in, so you know, having to basically judge people on the street, take away their freedom, take away their money and fines and costs, incarcerate them in jail, it's something that I don't think a lot of people realize really goes into that side of law enforcement with a real human element. These are people you grew up with. They're, you know, your friend's parents. It's kind of the same thing with the judge in the courtroom. Sometimes you're going to have to make that decision, you know, against your friends that you grew up with and also your friends from your career as law enforcement. Not everybody's going to be happy with it, but you need to make sure what you're doing is right, fair, and impartial. Well, certainly with uh, the civil cases that come before the magisterial district judge, these landlord-tenant disputes or or neighbor disputes about uh, 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 fence lines and and trees that uh, are cut down or a branch that was cut down that shouldn't have been something along those lines, there's a lot of uh, mediation, it seems like, that would come into play there. And certainly as a police officer, Knowing how to de-escalate situations, uh, I imagine that's all within your uh, realm of job duties. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. The civil issues, you know, it's more those where everybody feels like they're wronged in the process. The person that filed the suit obviously feels like they're wronged. The person the suit's being filed against obviously feels they're being wronged by having the suit filed against them. So if you get the parties involved to help them come to a reasonable solution that everybody's agreeable to ahead of time, Try to make it a win for everybody, that's great. Unfortunately, that's not always going to be the case, but it should be the goal to make everybody feel whole at the end of the day, if possible. Now, the magisterial district judge position is one in which you don't have to be an attorney, but you do have to, at the very least, have that state certification. What is your status with that? Uh, the status with that, given my current job duties, I was planning on doing the June course. Um, obviously I got to have my loyalty to where I'm getting my paycheck now, 
Um, so come November, they offer another course immediately after the election. Should I win the election, I would immediately resign from my position in the police department and attend the magisterial district court class up in Harrisburg. The other issue that I, I found interesting in this race in particular, there are four people that are running in this race. Um, three of you only filed as Republicans, and, and, and Dennis, you are one of them. Why did, in a position where you can cross-file, why did you choose only to run on the Republican ticket? I had a lot of work obligations, wasn't able to take the time off to go knock on any stranger's doors. Um, also, I had my son finishing up his hockey season with tournaments down in Pittsburgh, so put family and work first to make sure I take care of the priorities of the moment. Um, I knew I'd have no problem getting on a Republican ticket. I uh, didn't have to hit up any stranger's doors to knock on. That was all family and friends. Um, if I would have had more time, I definitely would have would have liked to have cross-filed, but would have been at the sacrifice of uh, important duties with my current employment and sacrifices to my family at the time. Gotcha. Uh, you must have a. You really must have a big family, all settled within the western part of the county, because uh, you have to get the signatures from the people within that magisterial district. Has one advantage to growing up in the town, getting to know everybody, <laughs> and have kids involved in sports, which draws everybody together through the years of gymnastics, cheerleading, midget football, ice hockey. Get to get around and get to know a lot of folks. Well, very good. Uh, how will you go about campaigning? Uh, I mean, you you have indicated that you do have extensive duties in your in your job with Derry Township Police. As I indicated, this is a four person race, and you want to get out there and make your uh, case to the voters. How will you do that? Uh, fortunately, the ice hockey season's ended for the year for my twelve year old, so that frees up my weekends here. So, I'll be getting out and trying to introduce myself to many people that I that I don't know yet to meet folks in person and be able to answer their questions directly face-to-face should they have any. Door-to-door and do it the old-fashioned way since still don't have social media and uh, still want to have that electronic disconnect with it. Well, uh, you, I hope you have good walking shoes. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, of course, being a police officer, I'm sure you've walked many beats, so I'm sure you, you know all about that. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. Well, Dennis Eckenrode, thank you very much for your time. I certainly do appreciate it. And uh, as this uh, primary election season goes on, I wish you very good luck out there on the election trail. Thank you so much, ma'am. I appreciate your time.